Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, Halima. Hi, Ayani. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ayani. I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester online imprint and everywhere else and i'm also the author of upcoming book poor little sick girls which you should pre-order and i'm halima the community editor of polyester zine and the coach of the polyester podcast this is the sleepover club a feminist pop culture podcast where we pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all before we get started please like rate review and subscribe to the podcast as it helps us so 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 much so we're back with another episode this week halima what are we talking about talking about nepotism babies nepotism in general shout out sharon who is a listener a friend of this podcast of polyester and suggested that we do this topic nice 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 i was gonna i was wondering why you wanted to do it <laughs> did i not tell you no you're just like let's do nepotism babies and i was like oh okay who's <laughs> rubbed me the wrong way um yeah so we're doing nepotism babies i think the reason why we're doing this is because well, there's a few things. Obviously, by now, the... I don't even know the girl's name. What's her name? Nicola Pouts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The American heiress and socialite. And... <laughs> I don't know why that's got to me. <laughs> Nicola Pouts and Brooklyn Beckham obviously got married a couple of weeks ago. Cruz Beckham is also on the cover of ID magazine, which is very weird. Mm. I do not understand. He's very tan, you know. Is he? He's so tan. He's like the literal image of Victoria Beckham. Like he doesn't know like his dad at all, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there was a couple of other things, but I've already forgotten them. Basically, nepotism babies are everywhere. But I think it's interesting because I think when you work in the creative industries or you have like an awareness of it through social media or whatever it can seem that, you know, people don't really like nepotism babies very much or, like, don't respect them or whatever. But I was kind of noticing on TikTok over the past few months that, like, for some reason my few pages cast and that I get all these TikToks that are, like, London's current it girls or, like, the it girls of the moment. Obviously, we did the it girl podcast episode. But in them all are, like, all the nepotism babies. So Iris Law, who's the kid of Kate Moss and Jefferson Hack, Lila, Lila Moss, mm-hmm. Lila Moss. There's and also then... Maud Atropo in it, the one from Euphoria. Maud Aptow. That one, yeah. Um, yeah, Maud and Iris. I feel like Iris Iris kind of has like more of what I consider. Obviously, they're both Nepo babies. And it was really funny when Euphoria came out and everyone realised that Maud was a Nepo baby and lost their mind. I thought everyone just knew this. Yeah, I knew this. <laughs> we, I'm knew aware. This. we knew but... this. We knew this. 
I feel like Iris is kind of following more of like a Nepo baby trajectory in that like she's a fashion girly, best friends with Olivia Rodrigo, having all the cute Insta pics all the time. Although to be honest, I'm probably just correlating Maud's um character Lexi with her. Definitely, I was gonna say you just love Lexi, that's why you're like, she's just not like the other Nepo babies. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake. You know what everybody everybody else is talking about as well? Have you seen The Gilded Age? I have not seen it because I've heard it's absolute shit. Yeah, I tried to watch a little bit of it, but I, I found it a little bit boring. But obviously, the lead one of the lead blonde girls, her name is Louise Jacobson, and she's um, Meryl Sheep's daughter. And she's really bad. Oh, yeah, I have heard this. And then another, another kind of um, period drama one is Daphne from Bridgerton is obviously that woman from Coronation Street's daughter. I love that. I absolutely love it. She's that lady from Grenadine's daughter. I think that's iconic. But for anyone that doesn't know what an nepotism baby is, Halima, maybe you should just, um, you know, give us a little definition breakdown. Okay, cool. So the term nepotism baby, or a certain version, nepo baby, are the, the children of celebrities who are following in the well-trodden footsteps of their parents and pursuing careers in the spotlight. Wow, I've just clicked the link in your research of 15 people who are nepotism babies and I did not know that Angelina Jolie is a nepotism baby. I actually didn't know that. I mean, I think I knew it, but I don't care about who her family is. Like, you know, it's not like it's it's somebody who's significant in my brain. Her? I love Angelina Jolie. I just mean like the person who's her, her is it her dad or her mom? I think it's her dad is a, um, oh no, both of her parents are actors. Do you know who they are? Because I don't, I don't know who they are. No, I don't know who they are. No, that's what I mean. That's what I mean, like, she's not an nepotism baby in my mind because I don't know who her family are. I also didn't know that Jake Gyllenhaal was an nepotism baby. I had a vibe from him that he was an nepo baby. Obviously, if you don't know that Emma Roberts is an nepotism baby, then you have been living under a rock, so... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I didn't for some reason I mean it's so obvious that Timothy Chalamet is an epo baby but I just didn't realize I don't think this counts as an nepotism baby the fact that his family are what wealthy or something this says while his father Mark Chalamet is an editor for the United Nations Children Emergency Fund his well his mother's side of the family have entertainment roots but his mum is a real estate agent who was once a dancer actor on Broadway. I just don't think this counts. Sorry. And she and she's the daughter of writer and filmmaker Harold Flender. Yeah, he and he's an Epo baby, unfortunately. Like I think obviously I don't know, this is a conversation that happens on Doom Well all the time for some reason. Uh, let's just go through these a bit more quickly. Kate Hudson, obviously, yes, an Epo baby. Love her though. That? Yeah, I love Dakota her. Dakota Johnson always I knew that, yeah. shocks me to my core, but I know she reeks mm-hmm. of it. Lily Collins, again, reeks of it. Christian Stewart, what? That shook me to my core. I was waiting for you to see that. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, I know. I mean, awful? for me, she just grew up in Forks. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Is a <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Blake Lively, I also did not know this. No, but it's so obvious that she's an Apple baby. Kira Knightley, I, yeah. Vibe. I didn't realise that, but also, like, just the way she talks, She's obviously. so posh, yeah. Yeah. Chris Pine, I've... I, I mean, I don't know which Chris that is, so... What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? His picture is there. <laughs> Maya Hawke. Obviously. I knew that, obviously, that. yeah. Because she was going on about how, like... I remember there was a whole thing when her when she was on Stranger Things about how she's an Epo baby and she didn't like being called that. But, like, you are, so it doesn't matter. Carry on. Also, I saw that um, Nicola Coughlin from Bridgerton and Derry Girls auditioned for her role in Stranger Things and didn't get it, which is Really? Yeah. She would have been great. Jennifer Aniston, I did not know this. 
Yeah, but that's fate, I feel. And that is all of them. We can name lots of other ones, though. Um, I think it's interesting because basically I feel like every successful young person in London is an nepotism baby somehow. Myself not included. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> like, I think it's very shocking when you move to London or try or move anywhere like a major city and try and start your career when you realise you're surrounded by lots of people that have a foot up. Is that the phrasing? I don't know. Yeah. I have flu. That have a leg up because of nepotism. And I think the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because it's interesting that we still romanticise it in our culture. Like, it's funny because, yeah, on Dumois, for example, they're always, like, calling people out for being Nepo babies. But on TikTok, it's like, no, they're the cool girls. And obviously they're the cool girls because they're the girls that get invited to the parties because their dads own redacted magazine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, whatever, do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's really interesting that we're still like we still kind of elevate nepto babies to like cultural figures when we Mm -hmm. know that their relevance only comes from being like touched by fame in some Mm -hmm. way. It feels very contradictory to like every other part of our lives and the way we approach celebrity if that makes sense because like for example I feel like the people that hate the Kardashians would like I don't know like, they would like the fact that Dakota Johnson comes from, like, a lineage of great Hollywood names. Do you know what I'm saying? I am that person who hates the Kardashians. As a representative of that group. I don't know. I mean, I understand that because... You are not a monolith, Halima. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that point to be fair. I feel like they're like, oh, fuck the Kardashians. And, you know, whatever. But they respect Dakota Johnson's actual, like... It's like the validity and invalidity of fame. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, Nepo babies of all, like, types are not, you know, they shouldn't have fame as a birthright. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're more accepting if it's like, I don't know, like if it's someone who has like, yeah, really good Hollywood lineage, then for example, like Peter Andre and Kate Price's kid. (laughs) Mm. it's definitely like what you were saying before the whole like new money old money thing there's respect in old money but there isn't the same respect in new money at the end of the day fuck both of these groups because they both have money but (laughs) i think that's the the conversation at hand because i was thinking like i have a favorite nepotism baby and my favorite nepotism baby is jane fonda right so who are her parents henry fonda um he's he used to be like a he was a massive actor like during the golden age of hollywood or whatever he was in a lot of like classic Hollywood movies. Like he was in um, The Grapes of Wrath and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He was massive. Her, her mum wasn't massive at all, but he was massive. Um, but she's my favourite. Baby. She's an angel. I love her and I would literally die for her. I was watching her documentary the other night. Rewatching my favourite nepotism baby slash families are... Um, so my favourite current nepotism baby, even though she's actually pretty shit. No, she's not. That's so mean. So my favourite <laughs> nepotism baby is Billy Lord because her mum is Carrie Fisher, who also has a famous mum. But you saying Debbie you're Reynolds. So shit. <laughs> Are you laughing at me saying Billy Lord is shit? Yes. The reason why she's my favourite nepotism baby is because my favourite thing about her is the fact she's a nepotism baby. Okay, like she's fair. the only one I like because of it. Because I Carrie love her. Fisher, legend. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Billy Lord. Like, I just think it's so sweet that she always posts about her mom. Like, I same. I love her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
And like Carrie Fisher's books are amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm, top nepotism points. I love her in Booksmart. She's so hilarious. She's an icon. Yeah. No, she is good. And like I say this as, you know, a Ryan Murphy stan in many ways. Mm-hmm. I appreciate a lot of her role. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> she actually did a really good episode of it. Did you watch? I You won't have watched it. But I think everyone should actually watch this. There was a really good episode that kind of went off the rails. I think it was a two-part of, you know, when American Horror Story did the anthology season? Mm-hmm. And she did a really good episode about, like, um motherhood and fertility mm. issues and stuff like this, which I thought was um a, quite a good episode of American Horror Story That's anthology. I was going to say, because you mentioned, um you know, you mentioned the old money, new money thing and the respect that kind of old money, like nepotism babies have in comparison to others yeah. and I was thinking because Maud mentioned this when she spoke to the Los Angeles Times talking about how she's going to spend her whole life trying to prove herself as an individual and that's a chip on her soldier and on her so- shoulder yeah, oh my god I can't speak um, and Kendall Jenner has said the same thing about the yeah, fact that <laughs> her family's name has made it harder for her in oh, the modeling industry idiot. I hate and like that is stupid like stories of- <laughs> <laughs> I went to castings where I had a fake name on my fucking card or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mate, you've been on TV, A, since you were, like, what, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight? Everyone knows what the fuck you look like. Exactly. Like, maybe if it was Kylie, I would understand a bit more, like, pre-post-surgery Kylie, like, if she suddenly turned up to castings as a different woman. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I hate this. I hate it so much. Like, there's always this thing that, yeah, everyone says it, like, oh, I have to prove myself. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. What do you think normal people have to do? Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think normal people have to do? Sorry. Like, do you think that, like, any of these people, like, be it... Do you think Kendall Jenner would even get fucking, like, a look in at any of these modelling agencies if she is not Kendall Jenner? Is she even exactly. that tall? I don't she... even know how tall she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It just I, reminds I'll, me, yeah. it's always these people where there's, like, it's a hundred... There's a hundred of them. Like, mm-hmm. I like Maud Apatow. Um... But, like, surely there's a hundred of these girlies that are, like, either fairly good at acting or fairly good at modelling or fairly good at singing or fairly good at, like, writing or fairly good at what other talents are there. I don't know. None of them will ever reach anywhere close to what these girls can get to because of their parents. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, I definitely think they over-exaggerate that issue. They make it seem like the biggest plight known to man, the fact that they have this name and they have to prove themselves in this industry. And, like, Nicolas Cage is the absolute worst for this. Because did you know he was a... I, you said the name differently on the last pod, but you know he was a Coppola? Yeah. A, like... I didn't know that because he changed his last name. <laughs> he purposely changed his last name because he didn't want like to seem like he just got it because of his family. He wanted to be like seem like an individual, so he just changed his last name, which I lowkey think might actually have worked for him. I don't know. I mean, then again, I don't think it worked for him. I'm sure because he Everyone ended up being mm, he ended up being in like the Godfather movies or whatever. Like he was actually that, I don't know if that's true. But but I know he was one. in. Isn't Jason Schwartzman also? Yeah, he's a Coppola. Yeah, is that crazy? All, they- there's so many, but I think it's kind of different with Hollywood because, like, for example, the um, Coppola's is, like, not them in particular, but these kind of, like, American dynasty families are the closest mm-hmm. thing America has to royalty. Mm-hmm. And they are all new money because America is a new country, like, a new built Ish. on, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly built on, like, colonialism and all of this, like, in terms of being a, like, a fairly modern... Mm-hmm. I just had flu, but, you know. Whereas, like, I find it so I don't think either is better or worse but like in England I mean like I've worked with people in offices that you can trace their lineage back to like 
Lord, blah, 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 of blah, 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 1,500 and one. Who's the eyebrow girl again? What's her name again? What eyebrow girl? The eyebrow girl who's the model. Cara Delevingne. Cara Delevingne, her. Her family, are, she's like Lord and Lady and this shit and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's crazy. Like, here in the UK, it actually does trace back. Like, you can trace, I'm sure you can in America as well. I mean, I don't think, maybe not so much in entertainment. Because like, if you're talking about Hollywood nepotism, it what goes back to like the turn of the century, Max. I'm sure if you looked into industry, for example, like I don't know Nicola Peltz's, I know her dad, is her dad an oil? Something like that. Like obviously you can kind of go back like that in families in America, but here you can go back to like literally like, oh, her great, great, great granddad fucked the queen. <laughs> very true, very true. But I think, and like all of these things, like you say you have to prove them, they say they have to prove themselves, but they're automatically given the benefit of the doubt because their mm-hmm. parents have like. A- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Never comments done great things. Mm-hmm. And it's just the assumption that they will also do great things. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot my actual favourite nepotism baby. Wait, go on. Chat Hanks. Oh my god, fuck <laughs> off. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just all the conventions of a nepotism oh my. baby. He was fantastic in Bratz. He wasn't did you know he was in Bratz? No. Have yeah, you he's seen fan- the trailer for Z Way? I have. Was he he's in, in it? it? Yeah. Oh my god. I hope she actually fries his ass on that show. <laughs> anyway sorry what was i saying anyway you mentioned something about like our obsession with nepotism babies or why we're obsessed with them and when i was doing reading on this there was an an article that was talking about how can hollywood level the playing field and one of the things they mentioned was um diversifying the people making the decisions to make hollywood better and i think that and i i don't know i don't know if i think i think those two things link like i don't think diversifying well i think it's important to diversify obviously but i don't think just like um, like what do you mean by diversifying in this context so i guess what the article was talking about was like as in like just like making the people diverse in like i don't know class in gender in race like the people who were doing the casting diversify that but i also think that there's like that isn't that's not going to solve everything because like 
these people like Hollywood and like movies, they're like, it's like a corporation. They're trying to make business. They're trying to make money. Right. Mm. So like, it's kind of like what you see with like magazines and stuff like that. They will go for people who have like a higher following, better connections, stuff like that, because they, they are just trying to sell stuff. So even if, even though I think that like diversifying, like those behind like the scenes in Hollywood would like change the fact that leftism babies are the ones that are always picked for things. I don't necessarily think that will change everything because I still think that they're still trying to to sell these movies and sell these shows and it's better for them from a financial standpoint to pick people who already have a have a connections and the following that nepotism babies have so I think that this idea like there's always the idea that diversifying things will always change everything or it's the magic solution and I do think it's incredibly important but I think that there's something more I also think that it's like in the context of media magazines and stuff I feel like our obsession with nepotism like children of nepotism and this goes across the board like not just only like Cruz Beckham being on the cover of ID but also the people that like make up these offices of people like whether their aunt works at Vogue or whether they're blah 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 like their dad's a publisher of this blah 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 like I feel like I've only met like a handful of people that didn't have connections going into the magazine industry and they all work at polyester lol <laughs> um anyway I think it kind of speaks to our basically the industry's obsession with trying to have this like falsity of newness while upholding their own power. So like, for example, if you have like the next generation Beckham or the next generation like of like Kate Moss's daughter or of Jude Law's daughter or of like, you know, there's hundred like um one of the Gallagher's daughter, I can't remember which one, but the girl, Anais. Mm. it's like so you're basically saying I know what's young I know what's hip I know what's cool without actually having to change anything Mm -hmm. like it's the establishment being terrified of the new because the new would mean like like genuinely new would mean a changing of the guard like a changing of the power that's always been there and they don't actually want that because like back to your point it would mean a change of like money like Mm -hmm. (laughs) in in who gets the money how money is exchanged Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it benefits them all to keep it in this small little pot. Mm-hmm. So it's all about money, in it? At the end of the day. But then I think that's like quite obvious on that level. But then it's another question as to why we, as like the consumers, buy into it. But I guess it's because they're selling us it, no? Like it, I, I wouldn't be talking about book about Cruise back unless it wasn't fed to me by ID or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be honest, like I wouldn't be talking about mod if it wasn't fed to me through social media and euphoria like these people are everywhere so it's hard to not be obsessed with them like you love like do you know what I mean I think it goes back to as well like kind of what I mentioned about like the royalty thing and this like I remember celebrity culture like it was interesting watching it with the the Nicola Peltz Brooklyn Beckham wedding because when I was a kid celebrity weddings were such a big thing I think like way more than they are now like with the magazine deals and like I think that kind of died a bit with social media because everyone could share their content really quickly. And then we saw that being basically reborn with this Brooklyn Beckham wedding, like having the exclusive with Vogue. And it was like five segments on GMB every morning about like what the latest gossip was about her wedding and like blah, 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 blah. I think it feeds into this like kind of fairy tale thing, essentially. Like these people have lives that we can never imagine. They, they've been touched by god somehow and that's why they can all be famous but also i feel like 
part of the problem is is that like these especially as we kind of get like you know we're in an era where anyone can talk about social politics like I feel like the new generation feels like they are somehow not they're like not undertaking like nepotism babies in the same way like they deserve it a bit more if they're woke in other ways it kind of cancels out the harm they're doing by perpetuating these standards oh that's exactly why I love Jane Fonda like she's actually just an icon like the things that she does for climate change or like just talking against she's talking against the Vietnam War back in the day like she and oh my god at the beginning of Jane Fonda's documentary on HBO is Nixon insulting her being like what the fuck is wrong with Jane Fonda like she was such (laughs) a good girl blah blah blah. and the fact that she was so defiant and rebellious I think that's I mean, because the 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 elite, the establishment really hated her because she was meant to be a representation of them, and she completely turned that upon its head by the fact she was so involved in politics and and supporting marginalized people. So that's definitely like that makes someone that's like literally why I love Jane Fonda. Yeah, but don't you think that like mm, I don't know how to say this is obviously just shady, so whatever. But like our social politics aren't really threatening the establishment. Because, like, if anything, nepotism babies, like, not Jane Fonda, but our generations. Yeah. Because, if anything, nepotism babies, like, help perpetuate a, like, aura of inclusivity while being, like, uninclusive. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, a supermodel makes a girl gang or whatever to uplift. (laughs) I'm thinking of somebody exactly, but I won't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) To, like, uplift unheard voices, but really it just uplifts their own personal brand. Exactly. Like, it's just upholding the exact same standards of like money and privilege mm-hmm. and access and power and them only being restricted to a certain group of people. But we allow these people to be like advocates or change makers. Mm-hmm. Or literally, over yeah, again. on the cover of Vogue as activists. Y'all know who we're talking about. What do they do? Nothing, 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 nothing. And like these people harm, They these people are harmful because they start, like whatever they do, they are at the end of the day, like the only power like any of us have is like under capitalism is how we can make money I know that's Mm -hmm. like well it's not the only power but like in these arenas that's the power that's been set up so they're just gatekeeping the power and the money did you hear it like even thinking about the fact that you mentioned the way I love to visit babies like make those like inclusive social justice brands and like they act like they're like you know these activists who are helping marginalized people there's also like another corner to that where like nepotism babes <laughs> will like i was thinking about this specifically with the college admission scandal in 2019 yeah um because one of the things i was gonna i was telling this to Ioni that it's really funny one of the girls who got into university pretended to be an african-american what so like that's one of the things that they did was like they'd lie about the kind of sports you did at school to get yeah. you into these schools but they would also sometimes lie about your race or your 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 disability or whatever because under affirmative action yeah. so one of the girls pretended to be an african-american tennis whiz <laughs> and it also reminded me of mindy kaling's brother pretending to be a black person to get into harvard like these did you hear about that no i, yes. I mean it's ringing a bell but mm-hmm. like i hadn't had it in my mind <laughs> so there's like i think there's there's there's, there's the whole like using was just to see your advantage in the sense of like making these things and acting like you're some activist or whatever but it's also the angle of of, uh, nepotism babies or like these people who have a proximity to wealth using and misusing these things used for marginalized people to kind of get them on a similar playing field to their own advantage and they can do that because they have money exactly and I think what's so disarming is is that like no one can do anything about this like 
as you're saying, oh, why do we still pay attention to these people? It's because they're kind of like, they appear. So for example, like Iris Law or whatever, like I wouldn't know who the fuck she was two years ago. And then she got cast in the Sex Pistols show that's coming out in like a couple of weeks, the Danny Boyle one. And then suddenly she's at every party and they just appear because they have these PR firms working for them from like 10 years old. Like every couple of months I'll get an email from a PR being like, will you feature X? She is the child of actress and art collector or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> you go on their Instagram, they have 10,000 followers and then you go six months later and they have 2 million. Mm-hmm. It's because these people have like actual machines working for them mm-hmm. and it it just skews the culture so yeah severely and like yeah obviously that does drip down to education like oxford cambridge all of these things like i mean there's lots of children in this country are literally bred to go through a specific educational system by elite parents to then have elite jobs and most people grow up not even knowing these institutions exist absolutely like it's crazy because mm-hmm. you remember people are talking about the fact that like Politicians in this country act like public school, or like I say public school, but like like what's it called? Private school, state school. Is it called state school? Oh, like state school. Yeah, state, yeah. state school is so good and it's so regular, but they're the same people who would never put their child in a state school. They would always put their children in a private school. But like, also, what do we? I guess, I guess the question is, what do you? What what can we do about this? The nepotism baby crisis. Well, also, Nepo-gate. I think it's interesting. Nepogate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting because I remember joking like I'm at the age now where my friends are starting to have children and I can't remember which one I was talking to about this but I said to someone oh like you're gonna raise an epo baby like what you can do about that (laughs) like it's like well (laughs) I don't want kids so this isn't a problem for me (laughs) (laughs) it's true I don't know know, like how do you break it how do you break the curse I guess the the big the massive issue is like that those people who I mean a lot of nepo babies are like I don't know mostly white or like I'm guess from the from the same like economic standing and stuff like that, but I don't know. I don't know how you fucking change it. I don't know. I <laughs> but I don't think that just diversifying the industry would change all of it. I do think it will help, but I don't think. Well, I also just think it doesn't work. No, yeah, like, exactly. as in it's not real. That's yeah. a, that's a falsity. Like, mm-hmm. how long have we been talking about diversifying industries? Thank like... you. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know whether me saying that was problematic before, so I was like, oh, maybe it's okay. But also, like, no, I think. It, you know there's issues at, at the at the main top it's not just the changing the middle it's the yeah, top exactly. right and the top will always be the same like that's the point I was saying too about like you know an epo baby being a cultural change maker mm-hmm. or whatever and like opening the doors for all these other people but they're still like the the top like almost the religious figure at the top like oh this person says all these people are okay so then we can accept them to a certain degree mm-hmm. but not in any amount of actual like money status or power because there'll always be a token yeah but yeah we don't like nepotism babies i only like nepotism babies in the case of billy lord and blair waldorf and jane fonda (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um isn't jamie lee curtis an epo baby as well she is an epo baby her mother was in that hitchcock film and she's also married to a lord i don't like jamie lee curtis anymore why Let's not talk about it, but because of the Will Smith thing, but we don't need to go into it. Oh, I didn't see that she said that. I've only seen all the good stuff about her kid being trans and her being a legend oh. about it. That's cool, but I white elite people just freak me out now after the Will Smith thing. The way that we talk about black people is scary. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Will Smith gave birth to his own nepotism babies also. So true, but they deserve it. 
<laughs> Jaden scares me as a nepotism baby idea. Why? What does he do apart he's from? He's a tweet? rapper. Is he? Yeah, babe. His music is really good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, we'll listen to it after the pod. You remember this really weird? I don't know. You probably wouldn't have seen it, but like Jane Smith. Do you remember when Jane Smith, Margaret Qualley, is that her name? Who's yeah. also an episode baby? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's Andy McDowell's daughter. And Miranda July did like an art project together over a lot. I do not remember this at all. Uh, that's why Jane Smith freaks me out a bit because I also <laughs> know it's not his fault. But I don't know if he knew he was in the art project. I so see. The art project was set up like, sorry, this is such a tangent now, that like it was like Miranda and Margaret were supposedly having an affair or like some sort of, you know, like lover, loverly thing. Why do I say loverly? Isn't like, Margaret a child? Is she not like in her mid 20s? Very young, yeah. She's very you. Young. I mean, oh, not you. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> so there was this flirtation. And then it was like playing out on Instagram where Miranda was doing all these very weird like Instagram posts being like, I need you, blah, 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 blah. Weird vibes. And then James Smith got involved being like, guys, I'm here to mediate the situation. Okay. <laughs> he started like spouting all of this like spiritualist stuff. Interesting. And it's really funny. I mean, it was a different life. <laughs> Wait, was, <laughs> that, was that the art show? Was that the show? It was just an art project. I don't even know if okay. it was an art project. Maybe it just was their lives, but I just assume anything is an art project when it's Miranda July. Interesting. Because I don't um, think her and Margaret were fucking. Okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. I, I thought it was like they had like an exhibition or something. I didn't know that No, was no, it's just showing. on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine then. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's a rapper. He's really good. And he was, a, he was an actor. I love Willow Smith, but I wish she wouldn't work with Machine Gun Kelly. And yeah, me too. Willow, babe, you can do so much better. <laughs> better. Better. Okay, we should stop now. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Salima. Thanks, Ayoni. Thank you to all of you for listening. Let us know who your favourite slash least favourite nepotism baby is. And we will see you next week. Thank you to Olivia for editing. To Gina and Gina and Charlotte and Eden and Hattie and Grace. And press the goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.